Hello, my name is Jackson M. Implementing transportation and infrastructure into poor countries will boost their economy and have positive benefits. I'm going to tell you a story about a young man named Kyrie Hawkins. Kyrie walked 15 minutes through Strawberry Mansion, one of the most violent neighborhoods in Philadelphia, in the most murderous section of the city. He is one of 9,000 Philadelphia public school students taking new and often more dangerous routes to school this year. 20 years ago, little attention was paid to the poverty implications of transport investments. It was assumed that investments in urban and rural roads stimulated economic growth and social development. But recent research has shown that transport investments tend to benefit the non-poor most, and that investments must be consciously designed to avoid further impoverishing poor people, which is a great point made by Tremaine Lee, the author of The Walk to School That Put Lives at Risk. Where transport investments have stimulated economic growth, economic growth, excuse me, the poor have often benefited only marginally. In many cases, they have not had the resources to take advantage of the opportunities afforded by better access. Good transport infrastructure is a necessary condition for economic growth and poverty alleviation. But transport investments alone cannot address the problems of the poorest households. In developing countries, most of the poor people walk or use non-motorized transport, particularly for journeys less than 5 to 8 kilometers, says the author of Sustainable Development Knowledge, Paul Starkey and John Hyde. John Hine. For many cities, there are few sidewalks and pedestrians have to share the crowded roads with traffic. In the parts of the city where the poor live, roads are often unpaved and poorly drained and maintained. Another huge aspect of this issue is that in parts of the world without running water, people must rely on the alternative of walking to water. It's a physically demanding, time-consuming responsibility, and one that almost always falls to females, according to Graham. These people already have the struggle of not having water in the first place, but think about how much easier it would be if countries had infrastructure and transportation to make the long journey to the water shorter. The research uncovered that in these countries, there are an estimated 13.54 million women and 3.36 million children who are responsible for water collection trips that take 30 minutes or longer, according to Vicki Hallett, the author of Millions of Women, Take a Long long Walk with a 40-Pound Water Can. Think about how large this number is and put it into perspective. 13.54 million people, 13.54 million women, and 3.36 million children. We're looking at this abundance of people that walk every day just to get water when it it could literally take five minutes if they just had transportation. There's also lots of waiting in lines for water, and especially long walks carrying these heavy items. Long walks with such a heavy load take their toll, notes Joanne Gear, a lecturer at the Norwich Medical School at the University of East Anglia. She has never hauled a jerry can 
and she has found that carrying these heavy loads on one's head is associated with a particular pain pattern with discomfort in the up discomfort in the upper back and hands and an increased risk of headaches these women and children have to walk every day experiencing extreme physical pain just to grab water and if they could just put it in their car or put it on a motorcycle or just some form of transportation to make the process easier there would be a lot better time in this country The transport sector is an important component of the economy and a common tool used for development due to its intensive use of infrastructures. This is even more so in a global economy where economic opportunities have been increasingly related to the mobility of people, goods, and information. A relation between the quantity and quality of transport infrastructure and the level of economic development, economic development is apparent. When transport systems are efficient, they provide economic and social opportunities and benefits that result in positive multipliers, effects such as better accessibility to markets, employment, and additional investments. It seems pretty obvious. If if we bring more transportation to these countries, the economy is going to flourish, which obviously means that the country is going to flourish as a whole. as the economy of a country is directly is directly related to the success in the country pretty much overall there is a solution we need to make a strong effort to implement these forms of transportation to these impoverished countries because it will it will diminish the amount of people in poverty we need cooperation by countries to put in time and effort and money to help try and solve poverty with these ideas with these ideas. I hope I've shown you how much easier life could be with transportation. Think about our life right now. Picture it without transportation. Walking or watching your children walk to school every day. Not being able to get wherever you choose at any given time. It seems almost impossible to look at life without transportation. But these countries in poverty see it every day they live this tra- they live through this tragedy every day and we have the ability to make a difference they need our support we have the ability to diminish the amount of people in poverty and countries that are given forms of transportation and infrastructure thank you for listening and i hope you make a strong effort podcast you just heard was recorded with Anchor. If you want to make your own, download the Android or iOS app completely free from anchor.fm/podcast. That's anchor.fm/podcast.